This is Muscle HQ Audio and Visual Experience Episode 6, a really special episode. I have my co-host here on the left, Ali Siddiqui, as usual, Josh, Chuck Beef on the back behind the camera, and to my right are two very, very special guests, Aaron Legend and Sophia DeCruz. Welcome, welcome to the show. Wonderful having you guys today. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us, my man. That's awesome. I don't know where to look right now. I'm so nervous. I know. I'm like <laughs> straight ahead. Straight ahead. Yeah, you guys look like they've been working out this whole time. Right now. <laughs> I'm over here like, are we doing arm wrestling today? <laughs> no, we, no. no, we like to think of it as us just having a conversation, right? Yeah. So. And and just it, we, we, it flows naturally, and, and and you feel comfortable. Have you done a podcast before? Yeah, but you know what? I'm gonna be honest. The setup that you guys have here is unlike anything that mm-hmm. I've experienced, and it's just like. There's already such an energy and vibe, and you guys yes. have been so hospitable yes. as is. And, and that's that's the whole muscle HQ. That's that's what we try to aim for with with everything here, right? A welcoming feeling, right? It's homey. It feels like home, straight yeah. up. That's amazing. That's and you've been and you've been here before, right? I have. Sofa, she got me in. I had a great workout. Met like I come into every single gym like I'm not gonna make friends. I'm not gonna make friends. I'm gonna have the sickest workout today. Mm-hmm. And I come in with my headphones, and I'm always like, somebody sees you and asks you like, yo, is that legs or is that back or you know? So I always just have a tendency to just, you know, make friends. But when I came here for like the hour and a half, he even hour, came on with his mask, like and people. I trained with my mask, him. and yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. man. And then yeah. at that point, he just took it off, and people were just, you know, coming up to him, mm-hmm. and. Wow, and I'm used to that. Him. What's that? Used to that at the gym. And, and I'm to some degree, I'm used to that. Yeah. Either people are familiar with my Instagram or who I am or, or what mm-hmm. I, what I do. But what I wanted to say more than anything was that the environment that you guys had here was even more amplified and if anything since the pandemic she had stated this herself she loved coming to train here simply because like we're all considered equal you know before the pandemic it was like people sneak dissing and looking like oh that guy's only benching two plates and you don't care to know are they coming off of an injury are they a carb depleter like what are they going through right now that maybe 225 pounds on a bench press doesn't seem like much to other people but it was just such this beautiful, welcoming environment that you guys had here. And I noticed that I was able to actually make more friends than I usually do yeah. just by like, by the, the, the environment that you mm-hmm. guys have set up here. So yeah. kudos That's to amazing. you guys on that straight up. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. I really you. feel like the members here, we're all the same. Like we are coming to work out and like, you don't like when I go to other gyms like you don't want to look other people in the eye. Like here, it's like, we're all here to do the same thing and it's work out because we have a passion for it. And exactly. that's why it's like, I can give someone a smile and nod and greet people even if I don't have a conversation. And you see here at, at Muscle HQ, we got people at all levels of fitness, right? And like you said, there's no judgment. It's just everyone is wherever they are in their journey, they're all working hard to get to the next, the next level, right? So it's an atmosphere that brings everyone up. And so if you've been here for a while with us, you, you saw some changes happen because you were here before the turf was done. Uh, you were here when the flooring was even done yet. You came, you came in just before the transition, no? I think so. Yeah, because there was no turf when you first started. Yeah, no, no, you're right. Yeah. You're right. But like, I swear, I was coming in and I swear every time I came in and I come in every day, there was something <laughs> new. And I was like, I'd always come in. I'm like, no, something's different here. Something was moved or something was new. And I'm like, damn, these people just keep investing into this place. And I saw that and I was like, wow, like I really want to. People take notice of those things too. Yeah, I really wanted to do the six month commitment. Like, Thank you guys. Well, we do have a a big shipment coming tomorrow. Yeah, a lot of stuff coming in. So we're- Do you want to give us a breakdown now? Yeah, definitely, definitely. So I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, the workout equipment Panada. 
It's an Italian brand. Italian this is brand. all imported in. Euro right, 2021 so. winners. Oh, yeah. Well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Forza so, Italia. So we're bringing that in for our members. You know, obviously, we've been shut down the past two weeks, unfortunately. But just the support that we got from all of our members, this is just a way for us to say thank you to everybody and, and yeah. to make HQ an even better place for them when they come back. So, like I said, we're very excited for those pieces to come in. We're getting, I can't even, this, the list is, the list is, it's a long list. Tell but us the list, man. <laughs> so, how kind of all right, all right. So we got another leg extension coming in, right? Because obviously it is a popular piece. And of course, yeah. <laughs> we're getting a converging shoulder press machine, right? So it goes in at the top, right? Oh. Nice in the joints for people like me. <laughs> and then we've got, uh, what do we got? Um, a donkey calf raise machine coming in, that. right? Um, we've got a new jungle gym coming in, right? We've got a functional trainer. Yeah. Um, just a lot, of, a lot of good things to make the gym a little more upgraded. complete. Of course, upgrading. Yes. All, all brand new, yes. all branded colors, right? So oh, yeah. we, we want to make sure the environment here is, is something that you would, you would want to come here and call home. This is your fitness. Well, it already felt like that. Yeah. It already felt like that. You know, and like Soph was saying too, it's like, the environment here that you guys set up and like the, t the amount of care and attention to detail that you put into the experience into the muscle hq experience is something that you notice and feel right the second when you walk Thank in through you, the man. door it means a lot for you know so to so to know that you guys actually care about the people that come in here in the community as well is huge because a lot of gyms are just there you know like equipment's broken and like nothing's maintained nothing's innovative it's more just like well we just know people are going to use it because it's there Whereas you guys are like, how do we make this the best experience? How do we actually create something that people are proud of and proud to share with other people too? And I think that's what health and wellness should be about. And, and what definitely drove that is passion. You know, fitness, it's done amazing things for me personally, for my partner here, yeah. Sobi. He can tell you about his transformation. Yeah. But, you know, and we know how much we've, we've improved as individuals from this. And to be able to provide this to all the members that we have at a time when this was illegal essentially right <laughs> it's crazy yeah. right like, you want a membership bro i got like two for five two for five we went bro, no right five. but to, to be able to you know it's crazy when 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 members will will stop you in the, in the change room just to thank you for, for this because this is how no matter what people say about us trying to utilize a loophole to open at the end of the day we firmly believe that this is essential to all of our members right it is, and it is. i'll be yeah. the first to say you guys are motherfucking heroes thank you man there you go appreciate it <laughs> how now Going back to you guys, because you guys are, I mean, you've made a major impact in, in your life and, and how you've affected musicians and other professionals, because you even have a foundation business where it supports others' growth. And uh, I, was, I was actually exploring your page, and there's, and there's actually, I'm going to go over a message that one of your, what you called a little bro. What, what do you have to say about what you've know done what for him? You're going to put tears in my eyes right, right now. And, um, <laughs> and it's from Altor Santos, and oh, he man. said, Poppy God put us in our paths for a reason. I can even describe in words how grateful I was to find a brother when I needed the most. Even when everyone turned their back on me, you never forgot that. You didn't even know me, a stranger in your home. I don't even know how, how I can thank you enough for being such an amazing brother to me. This is a moment everything was meant to be the way it did. I always said you saw a light when nobody else did. I had no money, no place to stay. I got sick, no job, no family. Nobody to run to, and you were there. My brother for life, Aaron Legend, I you, bro. Love you, bro. So you've done wonders for others. Now, if some of you guys may not know Aaron Legend, right? Aaron <laughs> I said Legend. I was gonna cry today, guys. Shit. Is, uh, <laughs> to describe who he is, he has a, a legendary portfolio, which is very fitting to the name. Um, we know him as a world champion, Team Canada gold medalist, IFBB Pro, seven-time internationally published cover model, an actor, public speaker, fashion designer, 
and a now a hip-hop artist. Mind you, he's Canada's first ever physique Olympian, five-time natural champion. This list is so long, I have to save in my notes, okay? <laughs> so it's going to go on for a little bit longer. Created Legend Nation to establish more opportunities for Canadian athletes and social media folks. We just read Azura's messages towards you. We know the accolades, the medals, the glory, but we don't know your favorite song from your favorite one lineup, right? Is it Smooth Bass, Now or Never? Oh, not shit. perfect people change what's your favorite song that you've wrote man oh my god because he's also <laughs> an artist and i've listened to some of your songs man and i like a few of them but we don't know what your favorite is because nowhere did i find on the internet you speak about your favorite song my favorite song is not even on the internet no you haven't launched it yet I, we launched it a long time ago legend you gang down. we had to take it down that one's a banger. so so why that was it taken down what happened uh it was taken down because uh you know, it, it, let, let's just say, not creative differences, but let's just say Alter Santos's music needs to be preserved, and he had a feature on the track. Mm -hmm. And, um, and you know, just with management, you know, business, just business. Yeah, just business. Yeah. yeah, but you know what? You could hear it, because it's still kind of out there. I'm going to send it to you guys. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we right. want to hear yeah, it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Because we'll, we'll add it to our playlist. We'll play it in the gym. Oh, yeah. oh, I would love to work out oh, to yeah. that. I would yeah. love to. <laughs> oh, man. It took us like three hours to do it because the thing is this. The thing that people don't really know, or, you know, maybe you guys kind of know this about me is I love to write. Mm -hmm. I love to write. And I used to write, you know, not captions, but posts. And I used to be very philosophical about what I was talking about. And it used to be something that I was known for. And people would seek a lot of inspiration through the words that I was sharing. And I don't even know prophetically how it all came to me it's just as i went through life i would just have these experiences and i would have this thought and be like i need to share this with the people and it was on facebook at the time i wasn't quite on on instagram at the time and i just love to write like literature is something that i'm very passionate about right that's amazing so when it comes comes to actually writing lyrics and like you know raps or poetry or whatever you want to call it um you know i come from a family of musicians as well like my two older brothers were yeah. into music so i would just you know, I, I understand the melody and stuff like that. I'm not nearly as good as Alter Santos, like facts, like not even a quarter of a quarter <laughs> of a quarter. He's like the best ever, in my opinion. Um, but when it comes to writing lyrics, it's just like there's just witty double entendre and just w just different ways that you could kind of like deliver messages that I feel. You're always really it's, good it's, with it's that. Just, it sounds like it's just the ability for you to be creative with what you're trying to express. That's all it is. You know, um, everything in my life, you know, it's funny because all of the accomplishments and things that you've listed there. Long list. <laughs> Fucking I, long. I had to scroll twice. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking I, thing never ended. I appreciate it, but... Um, I had to copy and paste because I wouldn't yeah. type, I didn't want to type it up. I said, fuck typing this shit out. This is a long list. God I, dang. I, for you, I appreciate it, bro, but like... The I know thing, you're giving a lot of props to the other guy, but God dang, bro. Your list is so Thank fucking you. long, man. I had to copy and paste that shit. Thank you, bro. Some, some credit, man. Sorry for the effort, yeah, bro. Yeah. But I mean, you know, uh, it's like, bro, I just, life is short. Life is fucking short. And um, I just want to be able to experience and try different things, you know? And I always just say like... And do very well at them. You know, that's... I appreciate that. But it's like, it's an opinion, you know? Because at the end of the day, I'll never claim that I'm, at, I'm good at something or I'll never actually claim... This is like something about me that a lot of people don't You're know too. always hungry. I'm always hungry, but I'll never claim professionally that I'm something until I got paid for it. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't a writer until I got paid. I wasn't an actor until I got paid. I wasn't a professional athlete until I got paid or a sponsored athlete or a fashion designer or anything like that. So for me, like I do photography as well. Like, mm -hmm. you know, there's some real photographers up in here and, and videographers. So kudos to them. But I haven't gotten paid to do any photography. And I do a lot of photography for my own like legend apparel brand. Yeah. But you I do don't all your photography, no? And you yeah. use your friends too, your own personal friends. Yeah. 
So that's actually something I want to talk about because that's like the thing I'm the most proud of. People are like, you got to the Olympia stage. You were Canada's first ever world champion. Like you must be so fucking proud. And I'm like, actually legend apparel is the one thing that has given me so much empowerment and so much self-identity. Self has seen me work on that tirelessly with actually a very close friend of mine, KK. KK, yeah. And yeah, and you guys know about KK and KK is like the creative designer for like She's mommy KK. Legend. She's mommy KK. That's how we call her. Mommy we love KK. her. She's a mom of three, and she still takes the time to like reinvest into the Such legend brand and 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 everything. And she's the graphic designer behind it. She's more than just a graphic designer, but yeah, like that's pretty much the main emphasis that she has. She's she's the glue that keeps everything together. So yes. if I can say something about why legend apparel means so much to me, legend fitted apparel means so much to me is because you know everybody's like they think it's an apparel line based off of my last name. Mm-hmm. which is so jokes to me because it's more than that. It's bigger than me, mm-hmm. you know? And if you actually look at the photos on the page, I'm not in, many, like I've very consciously made an effort to not be in as much media for the apparel brand mm-hmm. as I possibly you can. You even talk about that too, man. That you, you, use, you use the people around you. And you saw that. How many people Shit. actually support, <laughs> well, I even have photos of the actual definition of legend. My guy right, right? here. Damn. Uh, He's gone above and beyond to even keep his close circle next to him. And this is the type of guest we want on the show. Somebody who's not only involved in the community, but helps the people around him grow. Right. And, and, and you can see this through Super K through even Sophia. I mean, she came here and she brought us people. She brought us friends. The list was endless that you brought us referrals. And, and you've continued to support our business and grow us here. The the two of you are, are the, are what ideal persons of society are. Right. And, and, but what, what your brand has done, because I know you started this brand in 2013. Had a, up, a lot of ups and downs. Actually, as a matter of fact, there's a post here where you talk about it. And I actually also screenshotted this. I want to read this as well. In the past nine months, to bring you something we feel we'll be proud to represent. I started Legend Apparel back in 2013. It's been a roller coaster and a half. So many ups and downs, sleepless nights, frustrating moments where I wanted to give up. But seeing the smile on people's faces when they wear their Legend Apparel truly empowered and inspired me not to give up. We took some time to often reflect on bringing new designs that are something everyone can love. I started this brand not for it to be bare my name, this brand is so much bigger than me. Amazing, man. I want to give all my friends the opportunity to be models. I shoot about 99% of these photos, but also I want to use it as a tool to bring people together and give them an identity that empowers them. I love hearing stories from you that met someone somewhere and made me a friend out of them. And because you recognize the brand, that means more to me than you'll ever know. We have more than five collections coming in the next few months. I'm proud to tell you that legend is back. It's time to find a defining time. This is legend apparel and what it stands for. And it's a wonderful meaning. And whoever says that it's someone plastering their last name hasn't looked into your business, man. And uh, we, we did look into you. And, and like I said, we wouldn't bring a guest on that we felt was selfish. You know, even though being selfish and in, 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 in striving in, in, in your ultimate self, I'd say is, is, is healthy. Mm-hmm. But you're such a selfless person to the point where you grow those around you. There's a lot of people who talk the talk, you walk the walk. And, and, we, and we love what we do. And, and, Appreciate this. And it, like you said, it didn't come easy, right? And you're, and, and you're also a champion of humility, right? Because even though we, we, we say you're a wonderful person, you always say, I got help. This, this. You never really take full credit. And, uh, and I think that's a wonderful thing to have. Um, I, I think what you're doing is a great, and your platform is wonderful, man. And I think if you keep going, you're going to do something great. Damn. Huge, man. You guys are putting some tears up on my eye right now, bro. No, no, <laughs> I wasn't expecting this. I thought we were gonna come here and talk about like lifting weights <laughs> yeah, and shit. Like, holy it's shit! It's coming, man. It's a lot, but the yeah, thing is, you. But that's the thing. I think a lot of people like the post that came on about Muscle HQ is this is a gym rat gym for gym rats who don't care about their anti-vaxxers, don't care about the community, don't care about the people. And I want to shed a light at 
a professional bodybuilder, an IFBB pro, five-time champion, first-time Canadian, and a gold medalist, right? Somebody who sounds like a gym rat, but it's so much more than that. And I, and I want to shed light on that first before we talked about the bodybuilding because you're more than just a bodybuilder. You're also a human. Thank you. Right? Who, who has passions, who has things outside of the sport that are also meaningful and can impact the community in a positive light. And you've done a wonderful job doing so. Right? And, I, and I think that you're so much more than just a bodybuilder. Right? So we will get to the bodybuilding, but there's so much more to you. And I think that people deserve to know that Muscle HQ's members, such as Sophia, right, who's also... Or everyday people. Everyday people. Right? Because they all, you know, they've all got their own stories, right? And their exactly. stories are something that everyone can resonate. And it's at the end of the day, the gym is a place where everyone is coming to better themselves, right? Mm. And Bottom line. That's, that's what it Bottom is. Bottom line. And, you know, I'll say one thing about um, the apparel, which you actually talked on in, in the post there. And then and I want to get into um, what you guys said about, like, fitness and bodybuilding mm -hmm. and what it means to me as well. But for the legend apparel, uh, like you guys said, like for me, I've been on the cover of magazines. I've been on TV. I've done all these things and stuff like that. So I wanted the opportunity to put a smile on people's face, like like you read in those words there, to give them that opportunity to be a model or whatever it is. And being able to like just recruit my friends and be like, you know, like come and just throw on a legend hat or something. We're going to go for a walk around the block 20 minutes, grab a coffee, shoot the shit, catch up with them. Like I'm literally like hanging out with my friends, shooting photos and the smile on their face when I'm scrolling through, I'm like, do you like this one? And, and they, they just, they've never seen themselves the way that I can see them. And you said this too, is like, I'm able to bring, I like, it's not maybe that I'm able to, but I, I think that I was born with this skill somehow or this trait to be able to elevate the people around me. And the only real secret that I was able to kind of determine how I'm able to do that is because I could really see the positive in people. I could see the power that people have that they might not be able to see in themselves. And I know that you guys are really good at doing that too, but that's like the foundational core of who I am. It's like, I see somebody and I'm able to be like this, 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 this. And they might just be like, oh no, like, you know, I wrote a caption about this the other day. I said, become your wins, not your losses, you know? Amazing. And for a lot of people, I look at them and I see the talent in them. And I'm like, let's just push that nerve. Crazy you say that because I know obviously you're a personal trainer. It's a big, it's a big mm -hmm. part of uh, kind of what you do. Me myself, I come from a personal training background as well. And what it made me realize when I was training is that there's so many people that don't have anyone supporting them. Yeah. They have no one in their corner, and that's, you know, I wouldn't have gone to where I am, and I'm sure you wouldn't have either without the support from the people around you, right? So, um, I was hoping we could actually talk a little bit about that, the the, the training and kind of. Your All move. of it, man. You guys got me here, man. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah, so the, the personal chain you want to talk about, or you, what do you want to talk about? Yeah, let's talk about the move, and, and let's talk about kind of what's coming up for you that you're very excited about, mm -hmm. some upcoming projects, whatever you're able to talk about. Well, I'll make a Muscle HQ exclusive today. Amazing. <laughs> or a legend exclusive, or an exclusive in general, but I'm going to be moving to L.A., right? And so if you're going with him, right? You're moving. <laughs> uh, well, no, I'm not going with him. Well... Because you're oh. moving too. Sadly, we're losing so for September. It's very sad. Maybe longer, but I'm happy about that because now I get to train longer at Muscle Amazing. HQ. But no, I'm actually going to Miami with Alter Santos. That's lucky. Alter Santos, baby. And what are you doing in Miami? So, Because <laughs> I, I know we, we didn't really shed light on what Soph does because Soph is also multifunctional. She, has, she does multiple things. She's actually traveling to Miami. She's, dope she, as fuck. she's a PR director. She's also an interior architect designer. She does a ton of work. She has multiple Instagram pages. If you follow her on Instagram, I think Josh can attach her Instagram handle on the YouTube right there. And also, I think I believe it's Sophie Cruz on Instagram. You can see that she has multiple pages where she does a lot of work 
tell us what you do in Miami because you said you, you you do PR work. What is that on the level you because you do for A list celebs? So <laughs> on 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 that level in your culture, what do you? It's, it's 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 difficult. It's difficult to even look at it that way. Um, from my point of view, because we just post Instagram stories, and to us, that's our PR. You have you're moving countries to do PR work. So I mean, for that's a whole different level that we. I can only ask, what is that? No, no, no. It's it's honestly a lot much more like more of a life changing experience yeah. for me, and it's not so much like that. Um, so I met. Alter Santos, to me, he's known as Robert. I met him about, I think, almost two years now. It's going to be almost two years. Um, I, met, I met him at a time in my life where I was a little bit down, and I always loved music. And I remember I met him through another friend, Primo, and uh, he's another Latin artist in Toronto. And I would always go with them to the studio, and, and I would see the way they would, like, mix the music and put it together, how much work and effort and time consuming like i would put my the headphones on and and he'd play the same verse over and over and over adding beat after beat and i just appreciated music from there so then i just as a friend like sometimes i would just help him out and his career has started to escalate a lot um big things are happening not that i can discuss but um a lot of music will be dropping soon and we're going to be going to miami and i'm going as his friend and also his support system and so that's pretty big, though, because, I mean, you, you say it so mildly. Oh, you know, I just support him. But if his life has been elevated to this degree, I mean, there's a, there's a big contributing factor for the music, right? Absolutely. If someone's flying you out with them. So what are some things you did with Alter Sanders that would, you'd say, elevate his career to where it is now? For me and Robert, I feel like we've been friends for so long that I've seen him at a different point in his life. To where he is now, I've been through the entire experience. Same with Aaron. And we, me and Robert have such a special bond. It's, it's so hard to like even talk about sometimes how much I understand him and he understands me. And people think we're dating sometimes, <laughs> but I want to make it clear, <laughs> ladies, we're not dating. He is just my best friend and I understand him and he understands me and I know how to support him and he knows how to support me mentally and all the time. Yeah. And uh, Aaron, you're in a relationship too, right? You're in a relationship. Yeah, I was actually just going to say, we are like a family. Like, yeah. straight up, like, we're actually like a family. Like, we would spend every single day together. When I mean every single day, I mean... And KK as well. And KK too. Every single... Like, we would have sleepovers and shit. Like, wow. working. Oh, every weekend. Together, working, supporting each other. We had... Partying, like, whatever. Like, every system. single thing was like... We all just jumped into, like... It's like a fire. It's like sitting around a campfire. Everybody's bringing some wood or just kind of contributing or like, yeah. I got the marshmallows or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Good for you guys. It's like we all just had... Uh, um, a shared interest in each other's wellness and growth and everything, Those you know? What kind of relationship for you in your life? Right yeah. now. You know, like... This is your reflection of your circle, right? Yeah, I don't even know what to say about it. Like, Santos actually, like, I have the Legend logo here tatted here. KK has the Legend logo. Santos has it, too. We're just waiting on so. Wow. <laughs> I'm a, just saying. A, I love Aaron, but that's a that's a I'm hard a commitment. pretty complicated person. <laughs> Sof and our, our relationship is interesting. We're like brother-sister, but... Um, but uh, but we, we all support enhanced each other. each other. We enhanced each yeah. other. That's what it was. Like we all like real like we were so unproblematic and we are like just it's a very I was probably the most problematic person in the in the, in the family. Yes, but like no, 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 no. No. We all enhanced each other. We and we all have our <laughs> issues. But at the end of the day we all love each other and we we're always going to support each other forever. It's facts. That's amazing. Now 
going back to uh, the the bodybuilding portion of things, because we were we were we were just getting to that, yes. and then uh, we kind of circled off. You won. I mean, obviously, you got your pro card, right? And uh, and you and you did it, and you won five times, right? And uh, and so it's 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 and you're a world champ, and you're also a gold medalist, right? Ali can relate to I, this. I've got, a, I've got a question about yeah. about this whole thing. So me myself, I I started competing in 2016, and I competed every single year uh, up until this whole pandemic, right? And I know that once you're in the lifestyle, it's kind of it kind of cages you in, and there's a lot of people that get sucked into it, and they they're doing it for 10, 20, 30 years, right? And it's very restrictive. And I'm just wondering, what made you escape that lifestyle? I mean, yeah, obviously, great question. Um, I think to give the best answer for that, I'd have to start at the start, and it would be a very long story. So I'm just going to condense as much as I can, okay? So I'm from Ottawa, and my father and I, you know, I was working for a gym at the time, Fit Freeform Fitness, and it was like the most executive gym that you could work in. It wasn't even a gym, it was a fitness studio, you know, like a lot of prestige and allure and all these things. It wasn't actually like a bodybuilding focused gym at all. If anything, it was the opposite, right? However, the owner of the gym was a bodybuilding junior Canadian natural champion of some sort, right? I had an opportunity to work there at that gym and men's physique and bikini division were actually emerging in 2012. And he was like, Aaron, you'd be great at doing this, you know? And I was like, I don't have any interest in being a bodybuilder or anything like that. I'm just already working in my craft. I had gone to college and stuff like that. I was just focused on helping people with their fitness, their health, and their wellness. That was it, bottom line, right? And I was obviously in shape because I'd been in athletes, like in athletics my whole life. So I was like, all right, I'll propose the idea to my father. My dad's Turkish. So I was like, well, let's see how this goes over. <laughs> <laughs> and I presented the idea. I was like, I'm going to be a bodybuilder, you know? in uh, 2012, I think it was. And he was like, no, you know, academics over athletics, blah, 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 right? Finally, I sat down with him. I showed him like some of the Olympians because there was, it was a, like inaugural year of men's physique competitions and stuff. I said, you could be an IFBB pro. You could do all these things. I had always been fascinated with the bodybuilding industry. And he's like, I will pay for your flights, pay for your hotels, pay for your tan, pay for your food, pay for your supplement, pay for your gym membership, pay for everything that you need in order to be a champion and be successful. You just have to stay natural and not do steroids is what he said to me. So I was like, all right, you do your part, I do mine. And that's how my story began. So I got into all the competitions. I won a lot of the competitions. I was undefeated for some time in the natural like stream. And then I was able to earn my pro card as Canada's first world champion which uh, which happened in Canada as well, um, which was like super competitive. Which, yeah, yeah, but it was like it was like forty seven countries from around the world, and it's such a long story. If I get into the details of that, I was just talking to her about it the other day, but I was able to. This is the proudest moment for me is that the Canadian anthem was only like it only played once whenever um, like an athlete from that country would win at the World Championships, and I was able to get it to play twice. You know, so it was like, and it was at the end of the day, like it was like 10, 11 p.m. Brazil won, Brazil national anthem, you know, like China, boom, there they are, Spain, whatever, everybody, you know, but like we're in Canada for the world championships. All the Canadian athletes are there. Team Canada's there. Canadian national anthem was not heard once until I was able to win, you know, gold in first place in that show. So that's something I just wanted to share with you guys. That I was really proud about. And, you know, my whole journey had always been about um, 
being inclusive. Even to this day, everything that I do isn't I, it's we, right? So when I would go to a competition, I'm like, Canada's coming to the New York Pro. Canada's coming to, you know, uh, I competed in Italy and stuff like that, right? And it was always about us, us, us. Because I knew that if I went in with that, like, I'm coming to fuck shit up type of mentality, I would generate a lot of hate. And having the last name legend, like, already generated a lot of, like, who the fuck does this guy think he is type of yeah. interest, you know what I mean? So I had climbed the ladder, um, you know, in competition. And for me, it was just about actually getting to the Olympia stage. I, that's all I ever wanted to do. But I got to compete at the Arnold Classic. I got to meet Arnold as well, which was another dope story because I wasn't supposed to meet him. I actually wasn't even supposed to be backstage that day. Hmm. whole bunch of crazy shit. <laughs> um, and, you know, to kind of make a long story short, the main reason why I left the industry wasn't just because as a natural athlete competing in the IFBB pro leagues, which aren't drug tested, it became increasingly competitive. Even though I won the Vancouver pro as a natural athlete, which is a pro level show, I was still able to do that in 2015. And that's what punched my ticket to the Olympia. I just found that it was so hard to stack up against these guys. And I never had an issue with anybody taking enhancements. It was just, this was the promise and commitment that I made to my father, you know, so I couldn't really betray that, that promise, you know, um, and I've never had a problem with it. Like, I, like all my friends, you know, like, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. But I, you know, that was something that kind of um, influenced my decision. But the main reason was just the bullshit politics that I saw in the industry. And I saw a lot of dark shit. And, you know, it's a very superficial industry. And I saw a lot of people get glorified for how they look or the type of money that they put forward or the type of team that they were on as opposed to the type of person that they were. And for me, at the end of the day, integrity has been the ultimate driving force in anything that I'm passionate towards doing. And I'm the type of, like, I don't know if I'm allowed to say it, but I'm the type of nigga that, like, I don't give a fuck, man. Yeah. You either move straight or you move sideways. And if you're moving sideways, nigga, I'm moving straight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. so yeah. You walked away from the decision to, to stop and head in another direction. Now, did you feel lost or did you kind of already have a game plan of what you wanted to do? I mean, uh, it, you know, see, this is the funny thing. Like, I got to go back in my mind about it, but I have always had that, you know, type of characteristic and that trait, like I was saying, that I'm able to bring people together. So I think for me, it was like, I felt like I already had the cheat codes to life. I was like, you know what? I'm the key ingredient in the formula of success. Mm -hmm. So as long as I continue to apply what I know and who I am, because I consider myself to be a people person, I think that that's like the strongest force mm -hmm you know, of, of like what allows me to do what I do in different industries. But being a people person, I was like, I'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll just inject myself into this industry here and then boom. And you'll be successful and whatever it, it is you put your mind to. Yeah. And you know, like I don't come from much to like with my family and stuff like that. So, you know, what they say is like anything more than nothing is worth celebrating, you know? So for me, it wasn't like, I don't need much. Like I'm a minimalist. Like I don't need much to be happy. Like I don't have a car or anything like that. You know, it's like, as long as it's you like brought that up in an interview, uh, in a previous interview, where you said your biggest joy in life isn't monetary or isn't material, it's 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 the selfless acts that you do every day. Absolutely. And, and uh, you, did you want to talk about a few examples? I saw a few examples online because um, we do we do have what you actually. There's a quote here you said in one of your uh, previous interviews, right? Uh, right here you said uh, you mentioned I always felt compelled to just help people. Love seeing the smile on someone's face when I'm able to help them achieve something that they thought was impossible, right? Now you work with a lot of clients, right? Over six thousand, be exact, right? And so, <laughs> it's been a journey. What's <laughs> what's what's that story? Uh, you know that 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 selfless act, that one act that 
will always sit with you. That that because you you seem to always. Because we try to direct the, the conversation towards you, but you always like to push it towards helping others. <laughs> oh shit! And catch so, it on. And so and so and so, <laughs> and so you I'm out. <laughs> a ton of humility, right? So if you want to go that direction, then what was that one story that that because this is who you are now, right? You said you're a people person. So was there a moment in life that made you the way you are today? That 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 was the final eureka moment. Like this is who I want to be. I don't know, man. I mean. Yeah, like, I'm not going to try and veer the conversation away or anything, but I just always felt like I belonged. Amazing. You know? I love that confidence. Man. Yeah, I've never... I've, I love I've, that confidence. I felt like an outsider in different ways, but the more outside I was sometimes of certain situations, the more I felt like I could be the person to just bring people together or just, like, you know, it's like one of those things, like, you know, when you step in the room and, like, everyone gravitates to that one person and the room lights up? Like, Alter Santos is that motherfucking guy times 10. Okay, like I've thrown parties where it's like I'm there and there's alcohol and there's music and everybody's dancing, the lights are cool and shit and I'm thinking I'm the fucking man right now, everything blessed, no stress. And there's like 15 of us and then everybody's just like chilling on their phones and stuff and then Santos comes in, he's like, what's poppin' bro? And everybody's just- And then, ev and then the party starts. The party starts. You know? And I've had that type of influence and impact on a lot of different people. So it's always exciting for me because it's like, in anything that I do, um, you know, I know that, that I'm energy. able to elevate people's life. Mm -hmm. So to kind of get back to what you're saying here, because I started talking about Santos, um, there wasn't one specific defining moment in time. It was just more of like, as I was growing through life, I would see like celebrities or people in entertainment. And I'm like, it wasn't like, I wish that I could be that. It was like, well, one day, yeah, when I'm on the TV and I'm doing interviews like that, and oh yeah, well, one day when I'm on the cover of that magazine, oh well, you know, it's like I already believed it. It was like reverse yeah. engineering. Good if anything, it was like I already knew I had it, and I'm a very spiritual person too. But I already knew that I had all these things. I just had to work backwards on to bring them into reality into my life, mm -hmm. and that's why a lot of things that I see and I do and I get empowerment. This is going to answer your question, but I get empowerment from people seeing people achieve more than than I have with less. And that's, like, the fucking, like, the best thing, like, in my soul, like, that's what, like, like, I feel, like, I feel an energy around me right now just thinking about it because it wasn't one specific client that I saw over the 6,000 of them that I was, like, that person, that person is the person that inspires me. I get asked a lot in every interview, who inspires you? Is it The Rock? Is it Michael B. Jordan? Is it Will Smith? And none of those niggas. <laughs> it ain't none of those niggas. I'll be honest, you know? What it is is the people that I'm able to see just with tenacity and perseverance actually yes. prevail at something. The everyday person, you know, the single mom who's trying to take care of three kids and stuff like that. And she has, there's no quit. There's no, you can't even have the, the thought of quitting once because people are relying and depending on you. The people that put themselves through that shit every single day and whatever it is, it doesn't have to be fitness related, but like through my clients, getting to know them and their, their personal lives. Cause I like to get in there because I'm like, I'm a life enhancer. Like, I feel like that's- People steroid. Yeah, yeah. I got to come into people's lives and just bring them up. And like I said, I see the good in them. So I just want to empower them, right? But hearing, you know, different stories of people like that is what really inspires me to keep going. Because I have my days where I wake up and I'm like, fuck, man. Like, like some guys talking shit about me on Instagram and stuff. Yeah. You know, I'm a sensitive guy because I'm like, man, like, I thought I was a pretty nice guy. I thought I was doing a nice thing. But those things could break me down and, and beat me down. But then I'll see... You know, like uh, like I said, like a like a what single mother or somebody somebody else that's going through some shit, mm -hmm. 
and like the actual circumstance of their life is actually more difficult over a longer period of time. This is just some asshole who's coming in right yeah. now trying to get some clout. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So and, and that's the thing uh, with with you when you came in even when we talked about you, the first thing he said was I don't know why I was targeted. And that's and that's the, when you ask that to yourself, honestly, it just means that um it's it's this, it's getting the reaction. Yeah. Right? Uh, when you're a good person, sometimes you bring in uh, it's envy, and envy is a very dangerous thing because it's a it plays with the mind. It makes you believe something is not good when yeah. it could be good. And uh, but for you, honestly, man, if it if there's some noise around you and some controversy, it means you're doing a good thing. You're pushing waves, right? And um, and um, you having to have your clients boxing on a bag for some cardio work. There's nothing wrong with that. But there's everything wrong in dropping an essay paragraph about it. Yeah. Right. So at the end of the day, you gotta look at it this way. Does it cost you sleep? Does it cost you money? Right? At the end of the day, you stay hungry. Like you said, I actually love that mentality. They say, that when's the best time to attack a tiger? It's when it's full. Because then oh. it's satisfied. Right? Damn. And so, and so when, you say, when you say, I like to stay hungry, oh, man. I, when you said, I like to stay hungry, it's that, that brought me back to that topic. And it's a topic that was brought up by Eric Thomas. Right? It's about always being the hungriest one. Never being satisfied. Right? You, know, you take time to acknowledge what you've done. But you keep moving forward. And honestly... Haters like this will come and go, like passing wind. Yeah. But a legend like you will stay forever, right? And, and it all comes down to your belief, your mindset, and that confidence. You have to have that confidence. And, and I wanted to go back to the Olympic stage because Ali's also done many preps. And I think this is a question that you can even elaborate on it yourself as well. I want to know, because you said you go in there thinking, we, Canada, have to win. But in that tunnel, how do you train yourself to stay focused, because it's a gold medal win at an Olympic stage. So you're playing against the world. You're not playing against the guy in high school, the guy in university, you're playing against what the world has to offer, the best of the best on that stage. You gotta tell me, that mindset, like when you walk into the Olympic Village, you know, same thing as a prep week for bodybuilding, right? Last peak week, right? What is your mindset walking onto the Olympic Village? What is what is that? What is that? You know that that thought process in the tunnel. You know, I, go, maybe Ali, you can tell me how it is when you go on stage for finals, like you did in the Guelph, which you, he won the Guelph Regional oh, man. show. <laughs> so he won the overall in that as well, right? So what is it? Maybe both of you can elaborate on this. What is it that you have in your head that keeps you in focus, that keeps your eyesight on the prize, and ultimately allows you to finish? Because we want to talk about this hunger, right? Because mm -hmm. clearly mm -hmm. there's a hunger in you that nobody else has. Right, that you bring to the table every time, and it just flourishes fire on everybody. Right, what is that that drives that hunger? Puck, man, honestly, coming through with the great questions. Uh, there's a lot of different ways that I could look at it. One of the simplest ways I can say is that for me, it was just business. I would just look at it like it was just business. You nine know to what five, I mean? baby. It's nine to five. I come to the to the gym. I clock in. I clock out. Right. But for me, it was. Did you take all your supplements today? Okay, check. Did you do every second of cardio today? Not. One second less, every second, check. Did you take, uh, you know, did you eat all your meals today? Like gram by gram, check. Did you lift every single fucking rep that you said that you were gonna lift, check. Leaving no stone unturned. And for me, it wasn't actually just about like, you know, just doing it to do it. It was more of like, like it was like work, like I have a checklist in my mind, but it's about, and Ali could tell you this too. If you don't do all the shit that you're supposed to do, psychologically, you have already defeated yourself. You know what I mean? And I've been able to apply this discipline to my life, to my clients and stuff like that. If you don't, like, if you don't do the work, then the work isn't done. It's as simple as that. You're not done. 
And don't start something unless you have the intention of finishing it. So any prep that I went into, my mind was like, this is what you got to do for the day. And you don't fucking leave and you don't sleep until it's done. I would go to the gym sometimes in Ottawa. Like the gym was closed, but I had the key. And I'd be tossing, turning like in bed. I couldn't sleep because I didn't finish doing what I was supposed to do. And I would just go at 4 a.m. and just be like, all right, I just got to do my cardio. Because like, you know, and I just wouldn't think about anything other than like, that's what it is. There was no um, deeper emotional attachment to it because... I found that for, for myself at that time in my life, if I brought too much emotion into what I was doing, the emotion was too unstable. You know, I would have high highs. People would be like, you look great. Some days, like my coach would be like, you look like shit, you know? So it was just black and white. Did you do the work? Okay, then I can, then I can move forward to the next day. And some days I would tack on extra work. I'd be like, I was supposed to do half an hour extra of cardio today, but I couldn't do it. So I'll do it tomorrow. And if I couldn't do it the day after that, now that's an hour extra. You know, and you don't fucking leave until the work is done. And that's just the type of like, I don't know where I got that from, but that's just who I am and how I operate. Like, it's very calculated like that. So a lot of, you know, the success that I can attribute to my level of discipline came from just looking at the work as work and falling in love with the work. What's some advice for Ali you can give him? Because he wants to go pro. What's some advice you can give an upcoming amateur who just won his overall in Guelph, right? coming off you know a good off season but it's a good off season now uh Ali, you talk about your diet as well a little bit yeah tell so, your diet so he no, can well, tell us what, what it is well <laughs> so obviously with the gym starting up this started in december of 2020 literally a few days after the lockdown is when we incorporated and <laughs> got this going and it was um it, at first it was just uh it was actually a lot smaller than it is now it was just the one unit and then we got the second unit and then we got Sex. the third unit but it was supposed to be just a small cute little personal training studio for me and my clients right and then obviously with the lockdown and people needed a place to train, it grew and grew and grew. And um, as the gym grew, my, my bodybuilding kind of shrunk because I, I didn't have time to eat the meals and, yep. and all that, right? So um, I'm just now, I've just now made the decision you know, to get into it more so just because I know that me, I'm the kind of person where if I know I can be performing at a, at a certain level and I'm not, I feel yeah. guilt. Like, yeah. like I, I need to be at that level and surpass it, right? And so I know that I've got this business going on and it's going great, sure, but I need to get back to taking care of myself, right? Because everything stems essentially from yourself, mm. right? And that's how you can make an impact on other people by first making sure that you're good on, in every dimension. So like Sobi was saying, I just hired a coach. I got a plan. I've been following it now for two weeks, going good. And I'm looking to make a, hopefully a, a comeback next year, next summer and go for that, that pro card. What's, what's the calories on that thing? Well, right now it's 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 a lot more than I was eating before. Holy I, I shit! Was, I was eating really nothing really for for a few months, but now it's about it's like forty two hundred calories I'm eating, which is good. Yeah. And dude, yeah, this yeah. guy had I looked at the thing and I thought it was a grocery list because it said <laughs> it's like man, it's like four hundred twenty five grams of protein a day. Holy it's a lot shit. of meat. It's half a pound good. of steak a day, half a pound of chicken a day. I agree with your coach. Man. It's it's good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting strong again. But you know, it's it's uh, now that I'm starting to get back into it, I and I'm starting to feel the benefits of of, of just taking care of yourself physically and just all aspects of my life is trying to elevate mm -hmm. mentally I'm, I'm focused i'm sharper all right well. so it's uh yeah no any any advice you can give me in terms of the mentality that that you had that a, a champion needs to have i would appreciate anything you've got well, to give even through injury because his, his you said your knees yeah, yeah. I've, i had yeah i'm i'm i'm, I'm an old man <laughs> i'm an old man wise, right? at 25 years old i'm an old man <laughs> honestly i think um I've suffered from some injuries yeah, myself, yeah, too. Yeah, you did. Torn meniscus, torn ACL, never got them healed or anything like that still to this day. I should have done it throughout the pandemic, but whatever. It is what it is. My career is done now. But 
Um, I would say you actually said it yourself. It's more about putting yourself first. And I think one of the reasons why through this journey here of competing and training athletes for competition, one of the things I was actually able to gain appreciation in my life was like the things that my father did and, and the people around me that were so supportive. I didn't, I just like, it's my life, you know, like, I mean, I, I have a good understanding of like the people around me and like what they're going through, but I literally thought everybody just had people that supported them. But you know, there's, there's either people that support you in your life. There's people that are just neutral and they just don't have any type of influence or relate. Like they just won't say anything. They won't be like, Oh, you look great. They're just, they're just quiet. Just, you know, and then there's the people who are negative and they, and, and, you know, I think one of the things that always pushed me forward was being able to use those three different types of people to push myself forward and always be in control and to use it as reinforcement. If somebody was talking negative shit about me, I'm like, okay, that's in there now. I'll remember that yeah. when I'm on the Stairmaster, yeah. Yeah. you know? And if my dad's like, oh, I'm so proud of you and this and that and whatever, which is, you know, he's proud of me, but it's not something that, you know, a Turkish man will say to his son oh, too often. Oh, Middle Eastern man don't say even love you. You know? <laughs> so it's like, it was something that like, I would like be like, I'm going to make him proud. I'm going to make him proud. I'm going to make him proud, you know? And then the people that were neutral didn't necessarily have any influence, but sometimes I would look at them maybe as competition sometimes and be like, I'm going to empower myself and be better. It was never like a negative. I just never made my body, mind, and soul a place to attract or hold negative energy in any way. Mm -hmm. So I would say the same thing for you is, give power to the positive anything that's positive in your life continue to use that to empower and to project and elevate yourself forward you know what i mean and being able to really just focus on yourself right now is the best way that you could be of use to those around you of course you know like me putting my head down for those six years that i was doing competitions and i retired and i came out of retirement and i and i competed again and i retired again you know um I knew that the people around me understood why I was doing this. And even though I lost a lot of friends, so many fucking friends, at the end of the day, I don't, I don't blame them for it because I couldn't be the Aaron that they had in their mind of who I was supposed to be at that point in time in, in our life. Um, I know they could look at me now and be like, shit, he did it. You know, he did all the things that he said. You can't say that I didn't do all the things that I said that I was going to do because I did. You know what I mean? So the best way for you to be of use to those people is don't look at it as a sacrifice because a sacrifice means that at the end, achieving that goal might not have been fulfilled. And as long as you're achieving the goal, it's not a sacrifice. It just means you did what the fuck you had to do. You know what I mean? So I would say create that checklist for yourself and uh, make sure that you, you've already done it, but make sure you surround yourself with the type of people that are going to push you up. And even if you have people around you that are going to hate and talk shit and stuff like that, then more fuel. Yeah, you know, they say use the negatives to make a better picture. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, it's on you. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. I ain't worried about you. Like that's a little Wayne or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah. That's, that's wonderful, man. And um, Ali, you uh, you said you're preparing for a show next year. Do you have a show in mind? No, not really. The plan right now is just improve. I'm not looking at a show. I'm just looking at taking it day by day. Like you said, you know, checking off the meals, making sure the work is done and you know, it's like, it's like, um, I like to, there's a quote that it always just resonates with me. And it's, it's, I tell my clients all the time when they, you know, they're saying, oh, it's been a week and I haven't changed. Right. It's day by day, nothing changes. But when you look back, everything is different. Right. And that's just a, tentative, uh, just a sentiment to bodybuilding. It's just day in, day out, grind, 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 grind. And then you look back to videos of you training or a past progress picture and think, holy shit, that used you to be me. You don't even realize it. Right. It, it's yeah. just. It's just the habits that you've 
instilled in yourself. Just like, like brushing your teeth, cardio becomes just like that. Yep. It just, it has to get done. Yep. You don't even think about it. Even turn your brain off. Yeah. That's why I tell some of my clients too. And it's funny that you said what you just said, because I literally told one of my clients the exact same thing. He wants to do a show. And I told him, he's like, oh, you know, I'm not seeing the changes in this and that. I said, fall in love with the work. Bottom line, especially in bodybuilding, at the end of the day, when you, when you walk away and you step off stage, win or lose, first place, second place, overall, not overall, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, what you have achieved is something that nobody could ever take away from you. And that was one of the things when I would go into my shows, because I was undefeated for a while, but when I would step off the stage and I didn't win, I was like, fuck, like, it's all done. Like, like you feel like your life has just come crashing, all that work. I, you know, I, I, I had a relationship with this person here and now like I have to repair that damage control on this and that, and maybe I missed some work and, you know, prep is expensive too and stuff like that. You know, I look back and I look at my physique and I'd be like, they can't take away this progress but it was deeper than just the physical. It was the mental aspect of the tenacity and the, and the perseverance, like I said, that I had, that I was like, shit, now I know what I'm capable of, right? And if my perception of what I thought that I could do was this, now it's this, and I'm not gonna let that shrink because I know that I can do this. So now that I'm here, well, shit, let's bring on some more challenges. Okay, now I can do this. Okay, now that I know I can do that, what else can I do? And you just keep growing and growing and growing and growing like that. Yeah, you've always been really good with like if you say he's if he says he's gonna do something, he ends up doing it. Like he he will do it and not look back. Well, see, it's like it's like I Thank remember you. telling myself uh, something back in university, and I it was if someone asks you to do something or if there's a choice for you to do something and you're you're uncomfortable a little bit, it's a sign that you have to do it because that's how you grow by doing by experiencing, right? And there's a lot of people like I'm very fortunate that I've found my passion in fitness and that th it's gotten me to where I am. And I'm, I'm so grateful to have found this. But there's a lot of people out there that don't, don't have a passion. They don't have that, that driving force. And everyone needs something. It doesn't have to be fitness, but something that gives them a reason to wake up every day and, and live their life and go to sleep excited for the next day, right? So it's just, this has given, it's, it's, it's amazing. Sobe's uh, clients too, my clients coming in and uh, you know, they're a little timid. They don't know what they're doing in here. And you see as the months progress, they tell, they tell you themselves, you get to know your clients pretty, in, pretty intimately and they tell you about the ways in which their, their confidence is improving, their relationships, their, how people treat them, everything is just improving and improving and it's mindset. amazing, amazing to see. And again, it all stems from building that mindset. Well, you guys are leaders, you know what I mean? And you guys are setting that example forward. And that's like been my tagline since I started was legends lead by example. Mm -hmm. And that was another thing, like literally my whole life and all like my successes come from me holding myself accountable really, and having the integrity to do that. So if I publicly say something like Soph was saying, I'm like, shit, it's out there. And now I got to do it, you know? And the funny thing is like, people will look at our lives and they'll see the wins, but nobody see the losses. And I'm like, for every one win that you see that's advertised on my Instagram, there's like 10 or 15 losses behind it. Mm -hmm. But if you have that champion, champion mindset and champion mentality, then you will continue to persevere. And you'll look at it like, you know, you never lose, you just learn, right? question in five years the next five years what will aaron have accomplished nigga i might be on the moon <laughs> <laughs> i love it i might be on the fucking moon so man i don't specific. know close your eyes and tell me what i don't have to close my eyes close your know. eyes but what's going on <laughs> we're on the couch here <laughs> close your eyes the couch is black too. listen to the sound of my voice yeah. you know yeah. skip ads get right, <laughs> to the, right to the action baby um i don't know man like 
I could get really deep into the details or I could just say that I'm at a point in time in my life, I'm 30, and I will only do the things that I love. Bottom line, that's it. And that might be more of what I've done and more continue, continue to do more of what I've done or it might be something completely different. Like I'm moving to LA, as we said, and to me, it's more of like I'm going there for peace. And it's funny to say that because people are like, oh, you're not going to find any fucking peace in LA. <laughs> I don't necessarily mean LA. It's like Cali is the main focus right now, but I just need to get out of my comfort zone. And Toronto was starting to get really comfortable for me. And it's not that I feel that I'm better than anyone else because I could see the type of narrative that people are having with me now that I tell them, like, yeah, I'm going, oh yeah, okay, big time. All right, cool. You know, but it's not that. It's actually the way I look at it. And I actually want to share this with you guys because I think you guys are going to get some empowerment from this. But the way I look at it is it's like a pyramid, right? When you're at the base of the pyramid, all you see is what you can see around you. This is your, your basic level of knowledge and understanding. So you see what the person to the left and the person to the right are doing, and there's not really much going on because everybody's all just kind of doing the same shit. You know, whether it's nine to five, no disrespect, or whatever it is, everybody's in that kind of like that same vibe, right? As you slowly start to elevate yourself, your consciousness, your awareness, whatever it is that empowers you, your sense of self, like your identity, let's not even say your ego, but like just who you believe that you are and your purpose and your worth and the value that you put on your own self, you start to elevate. And the higher that you get up, you're able to actually have a higher understanding and perception of everything that's happening around you. Because the higher you get up on the pyramid, the more you can see the land around you and everything that is beneath you, you know, I'm not saying beneath you, but everything that is beneath you that you have um, survived through and you have gained knowledge and understanding and growth, you understand, you've already understood. And the higher you get up this pyramid, or the mountain, if you want, you're at the peak. And when you're at that peak, there's a few things that you have to do. Now you understand, you can see the whole lay of the land. You understand everything, because you've been through it. And you understand what it's like to go through it. But for me, my whole thing has been, okay, I've mastered this, what next? Self-actualization. How do I take the knowledge and the growth and the understanding of what I have and what I've experienced and transcend it onto those around me? And I think that that's something that's very powerful that a lot of people kind of neglect and they don't think about it and they don't implement or they're just, they're just not even aware that that's, maybe, maybe that's not like the secret to life, but I think like Maslow's hierarchy of needs like at the peak is, yes. is self-actualization, right? So what are some ways in which you, you intend to do this? Obviously there's training and there's empowerment you give people through that, but are there any other kind of platforms and mediums that you intend to, to... Yeah, I'm working on a lot of different things and everything that I do has that self-actualization, um, you know, um, like concept at the core of it. You know, I want to go to LA not because I think I'm better than anyone or anything. It's just, it's another platform that's at a higher level that's going to allow me to connect and interact and empower more people. It's just more exposure. That's all it is, you know? And like... I think you need an, uh, like just a new environment. Expanding your network too, right? So, I mean, all of that, that's all, reach. all of that, all of those things in so many different ways. And I'm not like, I'm not saying I'm not going to party out there, but I'm not, I'm definitely not. <laughs> of course, man. Isn't that the capital I'm not going of the there, industry? We'll see you on the boat, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm going to have some fun, okay? We'll be on the boat. I'm going to be on the boat and shit. You're only going to see him on the boat. Personal training on a boat and shit. That's the best, man. Boxing, um, boxing on a boat. It's been talked about. Um, That'd be nice. It will be fantastic. But, um, you know, I have, like, fitness apps that I'm working with. Not even my own and stuff like that. But, like, that's something. I do the acting, too. There's some acting opportunities out there. I'm not, like, I never go into anything with the mentality of, like, I'm going to kill. I'm going to be number one. I'm, I go into it with what we talked about is, like, I just want to try new things out. 
mm. you know? And if I go into it and I master it, then sure, yeah, cool, that's fun. Like, you know, like I, I'm not cocky or arrogant. I'm not like, yo, I'm the fucking man that did that. No, I'm just like, let me show you how it's done. Don't make the same mistakes that I made. Mm. You know, you could do this and you could do that. Like, Soph will tell you, I have connected so many people in the city. Like, like I've gotten so many people sponsored with supplement companies or clothing companies or, like, people start dating and shit like that because they met at my party, you know? Yeah. Like, legendary love so matchmaking service or some <laughs> shit. Like, I don't know. We've met so many people. You know, and that's my favorite thing. Like, you talked about in, in, in the post there is, like, when people identify each other mm -hmm. through, like, our network, it always empowers me. Like somebody was wearing like that same legend hat that he's wearing yeah. the other day. And then one of my closest friends saw the guy at the bar and he's like, they sent me a photo. And you know, immediately like that boosts my day up more yeah. than anything because I'm like, it's like a, like a fucking, like a bat, bat signal, yeah. you know? It's like, yeah. you see that and it's like, oh, you know Aaron? And there's this general consensus that like, well, if you know Aaron, then you're probably a nice person. Yeah. So then that community and that connection is there. And to me, that's like part of leaving a legacy. Not just in Canada, but like on this on this planet, yeah. you know what I mean. So, um, everything that I'm doing in LA, it could be it could be everything, it could be nothing. I'm like so fucking at peace with my life, bro. If I live in a tent on the beach right now, <laughs> and I have like one of those bird scooter things, the electric ones and yeah. shit, I want one of those. <laughs> I want to. <laughs> <laughs> that then that's peace nice. for me, it sounds, man. It sounds like freedom. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's Th exactly good for it, you, man. Especially at the age of thirty, I think a lot of people don't realize how young you are, man. At thirty years old, to say that. I can live at peace now, right? It's, it's especially going through the pandemic and what we've been through for the past two years, almost feel like a cage. For someone at the end of that to say, I'm at peace with life, it's phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And the pandemic helped me out with that a lot. Yeah, and, and how, so how could you say, it's because, would you, would so you, many ways would you say because it. everything was taken away from you that helped you a lot? Um, I think it just- Because uh, it made you kind of sit by yourself and really take in, because, once the world stops moving, because I know you're a busy man, so I bet everything comes to a halt, you kind of finally had time to actually yourself. It was a combination of, of that and, and the opposite side of the spectrum of that too, because on one hand, when I'm not doing things, um, emotionally I get very like defeated. I, I become like, like if, I don't, if I'm not doing something productive, and I, actually the funny thing is this, I always correct people because people are like, oh, I know you're busy. I'm like, I'm not busy, I'm being productive. Because you could be busy taking a shit. And that's busy. I'm taking the longest shit of my life. I'm busy. You know what I'm saying? But are you being productive? No. No. Realistically, no. Right? So I'd like to say that I'm being productive, doing things that either empower me or elevate the brand or helping other people. Because that's something that, like, just empowers me is being productive. Right? So, um, so when the pandemic happened and stuff like that, I just, I wasn't able for the first little bit, like, I mean, like, literally, like, maybe a month to be productive. And that having that power stripped and taken away from me was something that, you know, I was trying to grasp and be like, what do I do? You know, like, what am I going to do? Right. But on the other hand, it was so freeing for my mental health because I've had depression before and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And being able to just unplug and like have like, I hate to say it to some of the people who are going to watch and be like, that's what he was doing. Just to have the best excuse to be like, sorry, the pandemic, you know, like, I don't yeah. know was like, bro, like, it, gave me, it was cheat codes. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because so many people would want to, like, reach out and connect. And, like, I'm always happy to help people. But, like, there's a lot of, like, um, handouts and shit. And there's a lot of, like, Aaron, build this entire thing for me. Okay, well, what am I going to get out of it? Yeah, and, and I, the answer is nothing. 
And then usually the answer is nothing, right? And there's these empty promises. And I'm not mad and I'm not singling out a single person or anything like that. But I've helped so many people. And like when I see that the passion for what they're trying to introduce is equal, is equal, then like immediately, like I said, I just, I see the opportunity. I'm like, okay, okay, we could do this. And I've done it before. So my mind's like, yeah, yeah, we're going to build an apparel brand. And we could do this. And then you might think that you want to, invest into this but like don't that's a waste of time so you could do this here and i have a connection for that i get discounts with it you know so it's like those things are what keep me going more than anything and during the pandemic i was able to just unplug from everyone i was able to say sorry not meeting anybody not doing this dude we're in a pandemic right now like, what do you want from me right and being able to just kind of like block out a lot of the noise actually like was a like gave me an opportunity yet again to look within myself and just get a little bit of peace because i was burnt the fuck out man yeah i was promised like i was gonna go to like dubai and then i was gonna be in italy and then i was gonna be um i don't even remember like maybe even like india or something like that like i had a whole bunch of different things that i was gonna go and do and literally in my mind i'm like you can't actually do all these things Aaron. yeah you know and i have over Overpromised and overstretched myself to so many people because like I I just can't say no to some people sometimes yeah. right yeah. and being able to just kind of like pull back and take a second to breathe uh, was very cathartic and even not working out for a little bit was actually kind of cathartic too because for the first time ever in the world I felt like we were all equal and that's something that I always preach is like I don't give a fuck about your Gucci belt I don't give a fuck about your Louis bag I don't give a fuck about your Ferrari I don't give a shit about any of that shit all those materialistic man-made things who are you when all that stuff is taken away, right? And just to see some people kind of squirm a little bit, you know, yeah. and realize how human we all really are yeah. because they're on these fucking pedestals that they might have put themselves on. Seeing people come down to a human and equal level as everyone else was like my soul deep down inside was like, yeah. energetically speaking, like the whole universe is all aligned. Like, I mean, a lot of people were hurt and suffering. I get that too. But it was nice to see certain people that maybe overvalued um, the type of influence and emphasis they have in the world realize that really, like, they're just like everybody else. You're just like everybody else. Yeah. So that was, like, to my mind, that gave me a lot of relief. That's an amazing perspective yeah. to have. It is, man. That's, wow. Because if you look at it, right, a lot of the messages we got weren't like that. It was how de depression was, I mean... Talk about something, no, man. It's it's crazy, right? The emails we got we, the email that we continue to get with yeah. the gym being closed, right? People, it's it's sad. It's sad. Like uh, people talk about suicide, uh, talk about severe depression, talk, and which you said you also suffered from too, right? So we're all nobody's immune from it. And, right? and that's that's a big thing that you know that I'm glad. I'm, I'm people like I said before say this. This is a loophole, but I'm proud to say yeah. that we are open supporting people's mental and physical health like it's, it's something that i'm proud to say and something that honestly i might continue we might just continue saying that we we are we are about because this ultimately started at a time when when things were not available essential things like this and and being able to provide that is something that we want to say that we're, we're going to continue to do going forwards right yeah. so and just got my yeah. support for sure thank you man and like i said to see to see news media and outlets make a mockery of 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 people here just because they have muscles it's because they work hard saying that you know these guys all you know they're not they're not disabled they're just juice heads you know steroid heads can't even walk upright it was it was sad to see because those same people probably have reasons why they, they're upset too and they're just lashing out right and that's why we didn't get mad at anybody because we feel like a lot of people right now are in a position where they don't want to be in and they want to put the blame out so to hear your perspective is very refreshing mm -hmm. right to hear someone say when everything got taken away from me 
I felt like I was at peace because I know I am one with everyone else. And that's a, such a wonderful way to look at things. And 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 to, 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 tie, in, to tie this all in, because Sophie's been quiet the whole time. <laughs> um, you know, we talk about people, 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 but we, don't, we still don't know how you guys even met. Like you're on the same episode, but True. You, you haven't told I us how you guys. This guy. I don't even know. Yeah, because you you're, you're very close. But this whole time, I'm talking to Aaron, and I'm like, Sophie's there. But she's just vibing. She's like, yeah. yeah, I was there for that he's shit too. He's just such an empowering. I don't want to interrupt. He just the way he speaks, it's poetic. It's, I can't. it's wonderful, right? But at the same at the same time, you know, you guys uh, seem like like you said, your brother and sister, right? How did like how did you guys meet? And what was your first impression of Aaron? Aaron what was your first impression of her? Because I, I want to know. Okay. She's been quiet the whole episode, but I've been Here trying to pick at her from it. <laughs> Let me just take That's a sip awesome. of this. <laughs> 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 hey, we'll do some naughty naughty, huh? Don't worry, don't worry. It's towards the end of the show, There's so they got to know anyways, me. So, yeah, go. I, I, when I met Robert, I, I heard about Aaron here, here and there. Um, here and there? What's uh, some here and there? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> take another sip. Robert would always be like, oh, you're going to love my brother. You know, he'd show me pictures mm-hmm. of Aaron, and I'd be like, you know. He's Big juicy man, thing. by the way. <laughs> Abs looking like condominiums. This and is before the pandemic. No, I'm joking. <laughs> and then when I met him, because I was just at a, such a, I was at a bad point in my life. So I was just like, oh, this is just going to be another guy with a friggin' chip on his shoulder, you know, like, gonna act like, like a douche, you know? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I don't Hang even want to deal. But then, but then I got to know him and I was just like, like, wow, like he's motivated. Like he motivated me all the time, even to work out and just how like, disciplined he was in his day-to-day with his diet and how consistent he was with his clients with everything he did in his day like it motivated me and then I got to be around Robert and I got to be around him so it was just a very empowering group and it motivated me to work towards like what I do now what do you do now (laughs) well I've I've like in in every job that I've had I've definitely always invested myself fully and it's probably made me not be involved with a lot of people because I was always busy, but um, I've been privileged enough to be able to do what I love, and I do interior architecture um, at an architectural design studio, so I work on the interior. Um, I do, like, 3D modeling and everything, and I also have a strong passion for music, so I get to do that every day. Since I'm working from home, I get to, you know, do my day-to-day job and be in the studio with Robert and listen to music and work with him on his scheduling and making sure that he's where he needs to be and making sure he's organized and he can enjoy and be able to focus on his music. And um, you said you do a lot of architectural work. Now, do you have any projects you're currently working on? Oh, I have many. <laughs> and so what would be, so what's, now, I'm not, we're not, all of us are probably not well rehearsed in that uh, field. What, what goes into your job as an architect, like into your architect? Like what is, what is a day in the life of your job? Okay, so like I, I don't do just like one thing. So uh, I, a lot of the times I'm having meetings since it's COVID now. And I started the job usually when COVID started. So usually I speak with clients and we, did, sorry, oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm nervous. Don't be nervous. Don't can we this. cut this out after? No, no, we can keep it going. No. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> What okay. do you do? Sorry, I got nervous. <laughs> it's okay. She's dope as fuck at what she does. And in the little time that I've known her, seeing how she interacts with her clients and how efficient she is, I actually don't know how she balances all the things that yeah, she does. Sorry, I can it. talk about it. I can talk about it. I just got like, no, I didn't no, know where no, to start no, because it's I okay. do so much in a day. Because the thing is, it's crazy. You said, because you basically run someone's entire life and then have your own life. 
Yes. So, <laughs> yeah, so I was still kind of that you were nervous, but we were, we weren't paying attention about mm-hmm. how you were nervous. We were just taking in all these. She's thinking about Santos right now. That's why she got sidetracked. Yeah, I got sidetracked. Sorry. Okay. So basically, she is human. So I work for an architecture firm. So the architects will build the model of the house and they give me the layout. So I get to choose where the bedrooms are going to go. I design the millwork, the kitchen, and I pick all the finishes. So I work with the client and I help them pick these finishes. And I bas- they're, they're custom contemporary homes. So I don't really have a budget. These it is fun. There's no budget. The I wish we had no budget. Because yeah. <laughs> we're looking for someone to design our office, but we have a budget. Yeah, we have a budget. <laughs> yeah. I, I can definitely do that. Uh, I IKEA and HomeSense. <laughs> so I mean, Marshall's a little bit of winners. Redesign, I can do that. I can do that. I'm going to talk to you I'll after this. I'll definitely help yeah. you out with that. Um, IKEA, remember, Sophia, I swear to God. <laughs> Sophia, you go to, IKEA? You go to, yeah, you go to Ashley's Furniture, some bullshit like that would be upset, you know? No, no, no. Unless you got nine-year financing, we're not doing nothing. <laughs> It's all, cu- it's all gonna be custom. I'm gonna wow. custom. Custom. I think you tripped out. I th- he's going to Dubai. We're not going Marble to Dubai. Marble slabs everywhere. <laughs> Everyone's going to yeah. Dubai. We're gonna be here. So I, anything wooden that that Leanne could put together because we can't put together anything uh, <laughs> would be fantastic. Nine 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 maximum. Okay, nine 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 nine. But is this is this something that you're gonna continue when you after the move? Um, th- I have entertained some job opportunities. That's in Miami. That I was looking at Ooh, for sure. Sick. By the I waters, that'd be great. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's better than Lake Ontario. That's I'm sorry, yeah. Um, but yeah, I've definitely, I definitely want to explore music a lot more. I have like a very strong passion for it, and I have a very strong belief in Robert. I really believe in him as an artist, and very so big things. For you, are you ever gonna explore music in your sense of your own singing? I can't sing. Have you I tried? I mean... Because you're around Robert all the time. Have you ever went to the mic yourself and tried? He's wanting me to, but no. I mean, one maybe one day when I, you know... She can dance. Grow a pair, I'll do it. She can dance. Yeah. I can dance? dance? I can dance, apparently. She can dance. Hey, that's good. That's good. Hey, music videos... I've been trying. Yeah, so, and have, have you ever... But has it ever come to you, the thought of perhaps going to, onto a mic? Because I know you get nervous in front of a mic now, but I mean, it's not something <laughs> that we... It's not easy for us to do... My first, the first time two people. episodes. Josh, how many times did we shoot the first episode? Three times. Oh yeah. Jeez. Three times. About three times, because I said some shit on there. <laughs> and you're like, okay, no. so I feel better like, now. No, like we could, like it was so long that Josh couldn't just cut out that part because that part was the episode. Mm. I hope like, we can cut out my the, part, Josh. <laughs> that's how big my damage was. That Josh cut it out, and there was three minutes left in the episode. <laughs> It was when I was six years old. Oh, bro, that's where it all that. began. Yeah. Like when you put in Lord of the Rings and you pull out the second cassette and put on the oh. fucking yeah, and it's that shit's so hot, you know. That it was like that. It was, it was, it took forever to finish, and uh, and then at the end of it, I looked around and both these guys were sitting there like this. <laughs> Didn't know that about you, huh? Nothing. Bro. <laughs> they had said nothing, not a word. But to close things out, right? I had a question for you, both of you, and you both have to answer this. If you had one message you can put out, because I know you're going to LA, and I know you, you know, and, and you go to Miami, if there's one billboard that everyone on earth can see, what's the message you put on there? What Holy would you want shit. to close things out? What would be that message? There's so many going through my head. Oh, I have one. I have one. And people should recognize, but <laughs> I'm going to still. I don't oh, want to cry. Is. Jesus Christ. Your impact on people is like the most valuable currency you can give. 
And, like, that's what I try to do with when I meet people every day is to just impact them with, like, my presence and just, you know, show them good energy because some people could be feeling down, and I've had days where I've been feeling down, and just someone simply saying hi to me or, like, asking me about my day or just being nice, like, just positive has impacted my entire day, and I feel that here. That's amazing. Wow. Thank you, Sophie. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. Thank you. And Aaron? Damn, how am I supposed to top that? Um... <laughs> I'll give you uh, I'll give you two, and I'll just give you the simple. Like if it, if it was just like if I had minimal amount of money in my bank account, and I couldn't pay for a bill, big billboard. Uh, it would say "Lead by Example." Mm-hmm. So that would be the first one there. Um, but you know, let's say I had some Dubai money. <laughs> <laughs> what I would say is that, and this is something like a philosophy of mine that I believe in is, I say it like this, right? Should have, could have would have okay it's easy to obsess about the things about how things in your life could be better but how often do we um you know how often do we realize that things could also be worse so despite all the negative shit that you might have been through in your life as long as you can say that you are at peace in the present moment then all the good and all the bad that has happened before this moment that has brought you to who you are you have to accept so be at peace with who you are. They say the richest place in the world is the graveyard because their ideas, ambitions, imaginations, and dreams mm-hmm. lay unanswered. And if there's one thing you guys did today is really spark the ambition and dream in all of us here and all our viewers listening, we'd like to thank you, Aaron Legend and Sophia DeCruz, for coming on our show. Ali, any closing comments? That's about it. Thank you guys. Wonderful. For, thank, thank you, you for having us, guys. Oh, my God. Honestly, I felt... Um, uh, very welcome in, in here. And I didn't expect this. Like, honestly, I had no idea what to expect today. But you guys have created such, like, a beautiful uh, environment from start to finish. And to be able to experience something like this, too, as I head into this next chapter of my life, I think, um, spiritually speaking, that I was meant and destined to be here, to hear these words, and to have some of these um, questions to reflect back on and reaffirm what, you know, how I'm going to move doing? forward in life right now, too. So, like, this was all meant to be right now, and the timing couldn't be more perfect. And I appreciate you guys uh, for thank having you. me. Thank you for your time, because you know you're a busy man. And Sophia, thank you as well. And, and your team here, thank you guys for coming. Josh, you as well, thank you. This is Sobi Ali and Muscle HQ Audio and Visual Experience tuning out. Have a good day.